What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports, actual sports edition. Why do you guys hit like that? Like actual <laughs> sports. I uh, mean, uh, we've been having our woes on the other sports side, so I figured. Oh, well, okay. Figured, I'm, I'm not let's gonna, go yeah. actual sports. Okay. I'm, yeah, we can go with that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, how are you feeling this weekend, Nate? Well, I'm excited. It's a long weekend. It's Memorial weekend, which there's only thing there's only one thing that means. Wait, there's only one thing that fuck. I don't know. I've hey, already been drinking. I guess we can't call us one trick Randy's anymore. Yeah, nope. Uh, I've already been drinking, so it's a bad weekend to be a beer. It's a damn bad weekend to be a beer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Double double crackums. Okay, so get us started. Get us caught up on the NBA Finals. What's going on? I. I don't remember. Were the Lakers already swept? What, Lakers are swept. They're done. They weren't already swept, but they were already swept. They're 3-0. <laughs> and you know what they say about 3-0. No one's ever done it. Yada, yada, yada. But. Bye-bye, Lakers. But for some weird reason, the Heat are just letting the Celtics stay alive. It's been now two games since the Heat. We're three zero, and now it is three to two. Oh, three to two. Three to two. And tonight there's oh the, the sixth game in a series I was so confident was over, and if now after back to back blowouts, feel a wee bit nervous about. Is it? Is it in Boston? Luckily, this game is back in Miami. Oh, so just go ahead and chalk it up. Just they go got, ahead. They Chalk got it up. destroyed in Miami nah, last be, week. That'd be fun. And uh, or Tuesday, they got destroyed in Miami. If if it gets out of tonight, you're scared. And goes back to Boston. You're scared, terrified, petrified. I'm not only scared. You you might as well chalk it up as a Boston back in the finals. If it goes back and to, coming back from three zero. If it goes back to Boston. It will be Nuggets Boston in the NBA Finals. Interesting. You, I mean, just think about it. The hype level of of fans, players going back to Boston, being down 0-3, coming back three three to tie this series with one game left. You're not going to match that intensity. There's nothing you can do. There, there's no way, and it's possible. I don't know. I just and I now. I don't understand, like, Jimmy, like, like, hands down, playoff MVP for the Heat. Not if they lose. Have literally, <laughs> has literally disappeared. Just disappeared off the face of earth. Bam out of bio, starting center, star player for Heat. Just kind of disappeared. I have no idea what's going on. Aren't the Celtics basically playing with their backups, too? No, the Heat are playing with their backups right now, like, completely. Oh. Uh... Tyler Hero, out. Victor Oladipo, out. Gabe Vincent, the last game, out. Like we've, been oh. with, we've been playing with such oh, so a small roster. Oh, so you're... Sp- that's why they're coming back. <sighs> the NBA can't make money now off the off Miami. That, they're playing with a bunch of scrubs. See, that's what I'm hoping is happening, is that the NBA was just like, listen, hey, uh, Pat Riley, Lakers, they, they suck. And we can't talk to the Russian dude because he's he's not down for that. Djokovic, he he doesn't even understand why we want him to lose the game so that we can keep these playoffs going. 
But Pat, Pat Riley, you know, we need to make some money. Can we hand you a few bucks? You keep this series going a little bit so we can go all the way up until June 1st. I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping there's a little bit of a script in there or whatever, but I don't think so. I think this is just... I don't, I don't know. But it, it, would, it would be bad if it was a script because you let one team get swept and get all that rest. That's what they want. Why, why, they why, want that. Why don't, why don't they just hand it to Denver? They're like, ah, let's call it a day. Because the NBA is fucking weird. Like that, that baldy that freaking... Runs the NBA is a weirdo. What's his name? Is Adam Silver still? Adam Silver, yeah. I think. He's a weird, bald-looking dude. He does look weird. He looks yeah, like a looks young like Professor a, X. Looks like a fucking alien, what he looks like. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, think I, I think I saw so, him in Men in Black. So hear me out. What I'm thinking is, though, and this might be my bias to get going in. Surprise, I surprise. I think the Heat will win tonight. Gabe Vincent is back. I think Boston blew its load. I think they played so hard in the last two games. They're going to go into this game tired, and they, there's no way. Well, you, well, they have to. I mean, when you're 3-0, you have to play. I know. You have yeah, to play all up. Yeah. Can't hold anything back. But there's only so many shots that you can hit. Before this, they're hitting nothing. After these two games, they've hit everything. Everything has gone in the basket. Everything. Al Horford's big ass I don't know who that is, is making three-pointers. Does he not normally do that? He's a fucking bum, first of all. Oh, okay. Bum-ass sinner. <laughs> Second of all, bum-ass bitch. after uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were about to be excommunicated from the NBA because they can't win a playoff game, decided, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll average 30 points a night. So I'm thinking, hoping, I think hoping is the better word, is that they just blew their wad, and oh, now man. tonight the Heat in-house – Loud crowd in Miami. Get the fucking people going. White hot heat. Let's fucking go. And we dominate them tonight. Game over. GG's going to fucking Denver. And then there, there's no there's no asking you who you think's going to win Denver or Miami in the finals. Because I think you're going to go ahead and just say Miami. <laughs> I would love that. But if you look at the fucking... I mean, just watching this and then uh, looking at Miami's roster... or. Denver's roster, you're just going, how the fuck does Denver lose to either? First of all, how does Denver lose to either of these teams? True. That's yeah. what's crazy to me. Like, the that team is so stacked with a dude that doesn't even, barely speaks English, first of all. <laughs> hey, you don't have to speak English play, play basketball. Probably, probably has ties to the Russian mob, mafia. He knows the machine. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, also... Having, gosh, I can't remember that point guard's head up, name off the top of my head for some reason. I keep thinking in my head John Morant, but John Morant plays for the Grizzlies. It's not him. Uh, Malcolm? I don't know. I'm bad with names, but dude, that team's so stacked. It's stupid. So I'm going to say Denver Nuggets win the finals. All out. Like, All if, out. I, if I had to guess. Do, doesn't matter who they play. Gun to my head. Cody, you have to pick. If, if, uh, if the other team wins then you fucking get shot in the head. I'm going with Denver. And that's showing you the confidence <laughs> I have in my team. Now if they win, I'll be happy. And then I'll you get a, shot in the head. I'll, I'll be shot in the head. <laughs> I'll be happy. That's a great moment to end it on, you know? But uh, I, I don't Weird even, way to think I about don't it. even know if the Heat are making it out of this round at this point. I, I Even that. with my prediction of they're going to win tonight because the hype's back in their, in their pocket, in their corner, 
it's just not looking great. And ah. for all this rest, these these this Nuggets team has like a whole week's worth of rest that whoever it's, goes in next does not have. I mean, yeah, pretty much they're almost going to have two full weeks from game yeah, one. because June the first game starts June 1st. Yeah, it's like next Thursday, I think, the first. If the if the Nuggets don't win it, it's the one of the biggest upsets of all time, in my opinion. Ah, uh, I wish I could uh, elaborate on that, because but I can't. So I don't. I don't know. The NBA is no good. If if Miami wins a championship because they're an eight seed, it automatically becomes a thirty for thirty. You know all the stories mm. behind Miami and everything. This fucking three zero fucking jump to almost losing the back to the no, championship no, no, no. Whoa, to whoa, winning. Whoa, 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 no, no. If the Boston Celtics beat the Nuggets, it becomes a 30 for 30 because they came back from 3-0. Not the whole Miami almost shit the bed and then they, no, 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 no. I don't see that being a 30 for 30. It'd be, it'd be one of those things they put on ESPN, feel good stories. Yeah, but it's not going to be a 30 for 30. No. I'm just hoping, man, I've, I've, I've went from like, you guys can see it. If you guys watch follow our Twitter at all, I went from the most cocky piece of shit, dude. <laughs> To literally like, okay, they're playing well now. Uh, okay, Miami maybe needs to get some momentum to like d- do do something, do something. <laughs> like it, it's bad, it's bad. It's like do do anything, play basketball. Honestly, in the last two games, Miami makes bad teams look not bad. Want to know? Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about college basketball. Way better. Now, now think about a bad college basketball team versus a good college basketball team. A one versus sixteen. Got you it. know that Miami. You know the the bad team. Miami's looked worse than that. Oh wow, <laughs> it's been bad. Wow. All right, I gave you your ten minutes of fame with the NBA. Some breaking news: We're recording this Saturday, the twenty seventh. Yesterday afternoon, Twitter was wild. What, what, about- ti- what time we get the notification? Like- it was probably like. It was right at noon, literally Midwestern Central Time noon. So Eastern just right time, around noon. So Eastern Time, about two hours late earlier, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how Eastern Time works. D Hop gets not even trading. Gets not fucking traded. released. Gets cut. Gets the fucking Gonzo, boot. Get out of here. You know, good. Ride the pine pony. Let's go. It's kind of crazy. They're makes, tanking. No, I don't. They're think, tanking. I don't think it's so much that they're tanking. It's just that uh. It's only $15 million. I don't think that... Uh, what's going on? I don't know. I'm getting some weird feedback. Yeah. But uh, I think it's also just because they didn't want him there anymore because he didn't want to be there and he was just being real toxic. I also think that teams weren't willing to deal and trade with him because the Cardinals wanted so much for him still. Yeah, they wanted a first-round pick. Yeah. You weren't going to get a first-round pick out of a guy that literally has not played all 16 games for the past two years and hasn't put together, like, a superstar season in the past two years. Like, you're not going to get that. But I still, as that office, I would have got a third, second, third, something out of the guy. I, yeah, I definitely still would have pitched a second. So a second. Yeah. So you're what, telling me no team out of 31 teams – didn't want to give up a second or third round pick for the guy? You got nothing. They, pr- they probably offered it. And Carter's like, ah, oh, no. We're just going to let it go. But then why release? Why? So I you mean, don't get embarrassed? Like, what? what is the purpose? I mean, at some point, I mean, yeah, they may or may not be tanking. 
But also, at some point, you just got to get rid of the cancer. If he's going to be a cancer in the locker room. I don't think it, he's being a cancer. I think that whole organization is a cancer. Yeah, so if you got cancer and cancer, it's cancer squared. It's it's no fucking good. It doesn't work. But yeah, I, I agree. But the organization itself is just a complete fucking shit show. It's a fucking circus over there. I personally believe they are tanking away this season. They don't think Kyler is their guy. They would have to pay him next year. And they're actually going to see what he can do with literally nobody. And if he proves himself to be this fantastic guy, then sure, they might give him a contract. But I think they're going for Caleb Williams. I think this team will be that team that goes 1-16, whatever you want, 2-15, and, two and 15, something like that. And they're just going to suck and they're going to get Caleb Williams. I don't, but still, I mean, you get Caleb Williams. So what? You can't give him enough tools to be to do any better in, than Kyler Murray in that offseason. At that point in time, they'll be saving money by by drafting a brand new quarterback. They won't have to pay Kyler Murray. They could easily go into free agency and pick up pick and play. Well, I don't. I don't they're know. in full. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I feel it. like they're in full rebuild. They definitely got to rebuild the running back. I think. And I think James Connors is one of their better players. That's actually, the, that's the fucking problem. That is the fucking, that's the problem. fucking problem. That is a, that is out of consistency players. I think James Connors probably their most consistent player, and that's saying something because James Connor gets hurt a lot and barely fucking plays. That's only because Zach Hurts is so fucking old. Zach, like I said last <laughs> week, I'm pretty sure I said this. Zach Hurts is like a discount Jason Witten. Yeah, he is. He's old. He's Big and reliable. White. <laughs> Slow. Yeah. And reliable. And reliable. <laughs> like, that's all he is. So, D Hop's gone. I think everybody in the whole in a, the realm of the NFL, if you know anything about football and you know D Hop and obviously the the trend that you start to see with older players and when they leave their current teams, everybody wants to start playing for a ship. And I think whether you look at you know, Bleacher Report, CBS Sports, uh, number ESPN, one team. Every 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 deal, everybody's number one potential landing spot is the Kansas City Chiefs. I will lose my fucking mind. A team that is, you know, coming off a Super Bowl win, you know, been to the AFC Championship four out of the last five years, something like that. Been to the Super Bowl three out of the last five years. I'm gonna be the most pissed off fucking person ever if D Hop. Goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're hurting for wide receivers for a, a true number one, which D-Hop could instantly just jump in and fill in that role. They don't have the, – here's the thing, and you're going to say – I already know your, your response to this. They're, they don't have the money. They don't have any money to give in. There is no money. You're, they, your, they pops, don't need it. your pops even said on this podcast, we won't do anything because we have no money. And they, they made more moves than I thought they would. But where's the money coming from? And I believe it's been you that said cap doesn't even exist in the NFL. The Saints themselves have fucking proved that. The cap is an arbitrary number. Especially once you already set everything in after the draft. Literally, it all makes sense for him to go there. Besides the fact that the Chiefs aren't that team that picks up people like that. Like literally, they had a chance to get OBJ last year for a playoff run. They didn't take that. Well, they got they got Juju. They didn't need fucking OBJ. 
They they fucking won without him. They didn't need him. And I mean, but they're not they're not the team that goes out there and grabs them. Now here's what scares me though. You remember like Tom Brady, Randy Moss in like two thousand and let's throw out a number six or seven. Sure, why not? I don't know. I'm scared of what Mahomes to Hop could be like. Here's the thing: is that I don't think adding D Hop to that offense. Makes it any more scary. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm looking at like a D Hop twenty touchdown year. No, I don't <sighs> think so. I mean, I, I think I think he would. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to have great production and great numbers. But fantasy purposes, fantasy purposes, this if if he went there, it hurts all of the Chiefs' offense. I mean. Really, there's nobody on the Chiefs' offense that's consistent enough to get fantasy points other than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Everyone else, the ball gets spread out too evenly, too, other than to Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, you know, that tandem. Now you add D-Hop there. I don't think D-Hop... D-Hop probably gets more points than he did last year, fantasy-wise. Oh, yeah. But... it's a, it's an, In my head, it's an automatic 1,000-yard season, uh, two-digit touchdown season. In my, in my head, I mean, I've... I might be blowing this out of proportion, but I easily see that. But we're getting a little far fetched talking about fantasy. Next that, that's team, that's yay down the next yay down team the on road. this list. Buffalo Bills Makes also sense. need a wide receiver, lacking on offense the same way. Diggs is kind of not happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they should have traded into the boys. Isaiah McKenzie's not there anymore. No, but Gabe Davis is still there. But they do lack uh, uh, heavily in the wide receiving room besides those two. I don't see D-Hop going there, not unless they can offer him enough money. I don't know. I'd want to – out of all the quarterbacks in the league, the two that most people probably want to play for, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, Only third probably did, like, Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow doesn't need anybody. Apparently, from what we've heard from fans is that – uh, apparently, the Bengals have the best wide receiving core in the league. They have a very solid wide receiving core. <laughs> Higgins, Chase, and Boyd. So we'll, now after that, they don't have any fucking depth. But so this one's the one that pisses me off because it's, it's it's unnecessary. Now would make me upset. We're looking at Bleacher Report, right? Yes, we are. Okay, this one's the one that makes me upset. It makes no sense at all. Uh, there's no reason for this to happen. The New York Jets is number three. I'm not surprised by that at all. Most because. Aaron Rodgers have already recruited a bunch of wide receivers over there. I get that. And I really wouldn't be surprised to see D-Hop go that route just to say that he was part of that rebuild that may or may not have brought in a championship. They literally have. instantly better team. They literally have a top three fucking wide receiver core Yeah, you put, you put him on that number one wide receiver core? Yeah. Absolutely. No, no. They already have a top tier wide receiving core. Yeah, now they're going to have they need the top one, tier. But why? That's they're so going to have the top tier. It's so I, I, I agree it's stupid, but it's I don't think it's so far outside the realm of possibility. Uh, some other names that are being thrown out there. Um, Carolina Panthers. Mm, no, not with a rookie quarterback. I don't see him going there. No, not unless they can make a damn Huge good. money. But I don't think he's worried about money. I think he's worried about a ship. I agree. Indianapolis Colts have been brought up. That would be absolutely fantastic, but that ain't going to fucking happen. Also, rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. Uh, but side-by-side nah. side with Michael Pittman nah. and Jonathan Taylor. Nah, it's not going to happen. Third, 
before we get to the last one, uh, when and by the way, these are teams that all also give him the most money. Oh yeah, Colts got a shit ton of cash. Chicago Bears, the Bears. That one. That one kind of makes sense. I mean, if that one makes sense, the Jets has to make sense. Well, no, but the the listen to why the Bears ones make sense. Deshaun Watson and Justin Fields kind of play the same. Okay, so why wouldn't he just go to the Browns? That's another one that's going to get brought up because that 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 I've heard from multiple sources because he wants to go back and play for the guy that literally made him a superstar. Well, I'm going to put made him a superstar in quotations and be like the guy that he played with when he was a superstar. <laughs> when he was already good and, you know, allowed everyone to see it. Uh, no, I don't see him going to the Browns. I don't see him going to – what was the other team they said right before that? Chicago. Yeah, I don't see him going to Indy. Chicago. I, don't, I definitely don't see him going uh, to Indy. Two places also that he said, I think that could be in there, but very unlikely. Uh, New England Patriots, they're not the team to kind of do this, besides when they did that with Randy Moss so many years ago. I mean, what if it is uh, no Belichick's QB. MO, but without, no QB, yeah, really. without, without having a defined QB that Belichick likes, he, he's not going to invest and in wide receiver. Then before we get to the last and final one, the, the one the crowd's really all been waiting for. Another one that's been thrown out is Detroit Lions. With what's his name? Williams oh, being oh, on suspension stick? for four, I think it's four games or six games. One of the two. I can see this being a thing. No, nah, I don't think so. This team is prepped and ready to go to the Super Bowl. They have a Super Bowl quarterback. Dude, I think everybody is just at the fucking teat for the fucking Lions. It's, it's just time. suckling at the teeth. It, it's time. If they can't get it done this year, they won't get it done, period. It is time. <laughs> because I, you might be a believer in, in Detroit. I was a believer last year. I called it last year that they'd be a what? playoff team. And they were barely a playoff team. They were close. It just They weren't a playoff team. Oh, they but weren't. they were close. Oh, so, so they still fucking missed. I'm still not a believer. They were closer I'm than any. Not. They were closer than anyone would give them credit for because everyone was tearing down Jer- Jared Goff, and Jared Goff played amazing. And I, I, I personally believe if it wasn't for DeAndre Swift and Amon St. Brown's injuries during the middle of that year, they're in the playoffs. So, so that's a playoff team he could go to. No, it's not about being a playoff team. It's about being a fucking championship team, which is why he's gonna go. To the Chiefs, or the or, boy, the boys. I'm bringing the the one that everyone's talking about, and by everybody I mean Cowboys fans. He's going to the boys. He's going to solidify the wide receiving core in Dallas. And see that would that would make and sense because they need a true number one. And this will be the best offensive and defensive team on paper by far. Would not disagree. And that's what he's looking for. Hey, also, but who wouldn't want to play with the star on their helmet? But if that was the case, you talked about uh, Justin Fields and how he plays very similar to Deshaun Watson. Why wouldn't he go to the Eagles that also now need a number one wide receiver? They don't need a number one. They got AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a damn good wide receiver. I mean, I, yeah, he is, but he's not D Hop. 
And they they now yeah, don't but have AJ depth. Brown's still AJ Brown. That's true. So why not have two fucking solid wide receiver ones? Eagles have no money. That is also true. But what we just said, the cap is fucking irrelevant. It's an arbitrary number. It doesn't even fucking exist. I don't think they had money the even shit. if they tried to restructure people. The I don't shit. think they have anything. Trust me. Those fucking guys in the front office will change numbers around. Numbers never lie. Just the people that make them. Okay? I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, no one's talked about the Eagles. I, I think that's a, off the table. I think D-Hawks wanted to go somewhere where he will be the number one. Okay, so he's going to the Chiefs. <sighs> well, uh, a number one that will win a Super Bowl. He's going to the Chiefs. I, I don't know about that. Listen, the Chiefs are unproven now. And I'm the, I know what you're going to say. They just won a Super Bowl. They lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their defensive coordinator, right? Then, wasn't, then they also That's lose the their Eagles that lost OC and DC. But they lost an they lost their offensive coordinator. You have no idea what that offense is going to do. I do know because fucking Andy Reid is still there, and Andy Reid is a fucking I don't guru. Know about that, I do know about that. Beamy is fuck. I mean, he's good, but he's he's not the offensive mind that runs I, that team. I, I, out of all these ones, like as, as not being a Cowboys homer at all, I honestly believe that the the one that he's actually eyeballing might be the Buffalo Bills. I mean, that makes like, sense. Honestly, but honestly, I'd put the chances of him going to the Jets over the Bills. I don't like that. I don't. I don't. No, you know what? I, that pisses me off. That should not be allowed. <laughs> it should be like you know how the NBA has final rights to be like, no, veto that. Right. You cannot do that trade. You cannot pick up that person. Whatever. It, it, Roger Roger Goodell should jump in. Like, oh, and fuck like, no. absolutely fucking not. Fuck you, Rogers. He's like, <laughs> so, you know what? You made such a fucking diva ass move the whole offseason. No, I'm not gonna let you pick up another back, wide receiver. Go back. And take your psilocybin mushrooms and sit in the dark for fucking five hours. You do not get the hot. That's a good beer. So that, that, but I get what you're saying. And if they do, that's the greatest team ever assembled, maybe. And they still don't want to ship. Oh, that's a hot take. So you're telling me even with D Hop, they still don't want the ship. Jets don't want a championship. Nah. Even in that weak ass division. Just because you win your division and get in the playoffs doesn't mean you can fucking win a ship. You still got to go through the Eagles or the Cowboys. That's in the NFC. Oh, AFC. We're going to talk the AFC, which you, is you still gotta go through Chiefs, the, Bills. Bengals. You still got Bengals. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe the Ravens. I mean, their defense is still good. Their offense is going to be trash. I I'm, think. Not, I'm, I'm thinking about the Steelers, too. The Steelers. We're, we're actually going to talk about both of those teams. We're actually going to talk about three of those teams here in in just a little bit. AFC side is strong. Chargers over the Chargers are over there. I, I think really the the top four teams, top five teams in the AFC are strong. Why the top that, three that's teams? Even a better point. No, what we're what we're just now talking about is a better point. Why he does not go to an AFC team? Why he stays in the AFC? His chances of making the playoffs and going to a Super Bowl are tenfold higher. With any team he picks in the NFL. That is the smartest thing you've said in, in the that last couple weeks. That is the weeks. smartest thing I've said in the last couple <laughs> weeks. It just popped in my head. It's fucking wild. Like, fuck shit, Nate. That makes sense. Now I'm going to take your words and make them my own. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> it's about damn time we finally said something smart in this podcast. All right. What so did... that actually makes sense. I don't see why he'd want to go to the AFC where it's literally stacked, stacked. to the brim. And on the NFC side, you ba- as on paper, you basically have... Eagles, boys. Niners. Niners. And Niners. That's it. 
Yeah. Even like Minnesota, everybody Minnesota's no, no, trash. No, washed. Yeah. Minnesota's washed. trash. Like you, you there's no other big name team over there that is just like on paper that's the is, most is dominant they almost, team. you know, lock. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense that he would want to go to the NFC. God, dude, that you're a fucking genius. Don't Sometimes let, don't I say let some anybody smart else things. tell you differently. Sometimes I say some smart things. We need to move on. We're 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 kind of beating some of this stuff, you know, pretty long. The next big news that More came out. More breaking news. It, that just came out not too long ago. Yes. But actually, it came out last night. Uh, and then it became official. It became official ago. not too long ago. And that is Gruden is back, baby. He is the new offensive coordinator for the New Orleans Saints, bringing back his old quarterback for the Raiders, Derek Carr. Oh shit! I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't think about huh. that one. Oh, that's not gonna. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So now he's coaching. Uh. Their offense wasn't bad when Gruden was there. It was their defense that was absolutely abysmal. Huh? That Gruden team beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving in overtime, like thirty-five to twenty-eight or some bullshit like that. Like a that was a stupid great game amount. to watch. That was a good game to watch. It was not a great game to watch. It, it was, was an awful game to watch. I, I thought it was very entertaining. No, it was the least entertaining thing I watched all year. It was a decent game to watch. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about Derek Carr being on the Saints until you just said that. So, hmm. Yeah, put some perspective into it. Yeah. Uh, this, Derek, Derek Carr still can be the same middle of the road, you know, okay quarterback. Stop talking about Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Yeah, loosely, I would. I would rather have good, Derek very Carr. Loosely with Derek Carr. I would rather have Derek Carr over like he's top fifteen. If I made a list right now in my head, Derek Carr is top fifteen. <sighs> he's barely top ten in the AFC. When he was in the AFC. He's, I don't know. Now, I, in, the, now in the NFC, I think, some, now in the NFC, I think he's top ten. But in the AFC, when he was with the Raiders, fuck no. Okay, so obviously better than Mahomes, better than, or no, not better than. Uh, sorry, I was like, damn, damn fucking flip, hot take, huh? Flop that one. <laughs> obviously, Mahomes is up there, Herbert up there, so that he didn't win two in his own division. But he was definitely better than Pickens. Uh, was. Well, you don't know. We don't know yet. I think I'm, he, I'm I personally Pickens. will take Derek Carr over Lamar Jackson. Yeah, sure. Definitely better than Deshaun. Yeah, sure. He, he's not better than Burrow, unfortunately. No. Uh, he's better than Tua. Come on. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely better than Mac Jones or Dude, I, whoever else. I'm still a Mac Jones truther, and I think I Mac, am too. But I think Mac Jones is better. But quarterback. he hasn't proven it. Or his team's not confident. Derek Derek Carr had an MVP season before he hurt himself. Did he win the MVP? No, (laughs) No, because he hurt himself. No, who 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 cares? Derek Carr is an over like like I said, he's good ish, but he's overrated. God, you're you're something else. You (sighs) are something else. God, I hope he shits the fucking bed this year. I hope the Saints are good. (laughs) I hope the Saints are good. And that's coming from a guy that has a team in the NFC. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I thought Derek Carr was good, and I wanted to ride with Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr truther. Uh, 
he had so many tools and opportunities. That it's the same in story. Oakland slash Las Vegas. It's the same story as when David Carr was in the NFL. Oh, dude, David Carr never had a chance. David poor Carr guy. was good, though. Poor, poor guy never had a chance. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. His shit got lit up it's all the same fucking thing. In game. my opinion, same thing. They both, they've both been fed the sour apple. No, no, no. Derek Carr is skill-wise is significantly better than David Carr ever was. David Carr... I've heard different from a lot of people. David Carr got dealt a really shit hand when he came into the NFL. Yeah, having to play for a startup team in the Houston Texans. Yeah. I mean, he, but... Ugh. He also didn't do anything to help himself throwing a shit ton of interceptions. It turns <laughs> well, out you, got to, you, you, you gotta play to win the game. Yeah, well, if you're trying to win the game, you're supposed to do it to your team, not the well, other team. Well, when it's third down every... Every every third two downs. Play, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and it's third down so many times, you have to start throwing the rock. Well, fucking pick up the first down on first or second down then. Anyway, with this addition of Gruden to the Saints, does this project them higher to you in that division? Not in the AFC in general, in that division. In the NFC? Does it make them now a contender to win their division? I don't think it changes anything for them, in my opinion. I... Would say I'm putting them maybe a couple more wins, because because uh, their offense will play a tad bit better. The only reason why I think they might get a couple more wins, and we haven't talked about the the Saints, and I guess we can talk about that division next week, uh, is that now with having Gruden as an offensive coordinator and Derek Carr being that quarterback, there's going to be. You know, not that that transition of having to learn new terminology because there's always there's now going to be that chemistry between OC and that starting quarterback. Yes. So they're going to be able to pick up a little bit faster. The offense is plug and play now. Nah, not exactly. I mean, you still got to get everyone else up to speed, but now your quarterback doesn't have to. How hard is it for a wide receiver to know what route he's fucking running? Some of those guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think this if we want to, if we actually if we want to talk about fantasy just a tad bit more early fantasy I think this helps out all running backs too for the Saints we're talking Alvin Kamara uh J- Jamal Williams the guy I was talking about oh, that yeah, had all yeah. touchdowns uh they just drafted someone too I don't remember who it was though but they just drafted someone too but we're talking about a division where literally the favorites in my mind right now or the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they did a lot. But their season all rides on how good homeboy turns out to be. Yeah, because it's Carolina Falcons, Bust. Tampa Bay, and Saints. Literally, there's so many question marks in that division. That might be That's one of the weakest the divisions. Ultimate in it in my like when when Carolina literally uh what is what's the word? Tanked the the end of their season, traded away. Uh, everything they had basically at the end of last season, and then now has a rookie quarterback, and then picked up all. Then that's that is your favorite out of all those teams. That's a rough division, you know. What I mean, I mean, and by rough, I mean well, they're gonna look rough. Like, like I said, they're all those teams are question marks. Yeah, because you don't know who your starting quarterback's gonna be in Tampa. Yeah, you, you do. Who Baker Mayfield? Yeah, there's question marks there, but most likely yeah, gonna be Baker. You got Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, which who knows how that's going to be. That's going to be a big yikes. You now have the 
Gruden and Derek Carr Let's and the Saints. Go. But still a team that has so many holes everywhere else on the offense and even side of the ball. Yeah, I mean it's a that's And that then you have the Panthers that have made a great made a shit ton of good moves. But they sold the house the year before, so you really don't know what they have. Exactly. Like they they have a whole bunch of awesome pieces. Now it's how are these pieces gonna fit? But I think we're definitely going to talk about that division next week. For sure, for sure. Let's get into the... Oh, wait, we got one more thing to talk about, and then we'll get into this week's division. This dumbass fucking new touchback rule. That's or the, the stupidest fair rule. fucking rule. So, as you were explaining it to me, and I didn't really look into it, is that now they can fair catch on a kickoff inside the 25. And they Automatically. Get, and they get the ball at the 25. That's so fucking stupid. Exactly. So stupid. And so coaches it, are losing their fucking minds. No, all this. the everyone hates this. Everyone hates it. The only reason it got brought up and approved is because it was actually brought up like two or three years ago, and by the Lions, I think, or something like that. No, that's the quarterback rule that got changed. It got it got brought up like two or three years ago, and it got shelved, and then it got brought back up this year, and they automatically. Uh, Voted yes on it. I mean, it it is for a one year trial is is how it was listed. Oh, piss off with but that explanation. They they I, all. I, I don't. When like has so the stupid. NFL ever backed down on a ruling that they made? Never. I know there's one. I cannot recall, but I'm. I will figure this out for next week. The and I only will thing you know. I can remember that is anything like this. Um, and it's a rule is when they used to, if you got pushed out of bounds, you were in bounds. Oh, yeah, the force out rule. But now that, I mean, that's the only time I've ever seen them back down. So I think we're in agreement that that touchback rule, fair catch rule is just absolutely asinine. Here's what the NFL is doing. Let me explain it to you. The NFL is under siege by the players union and by outside sources for CTE. Are we in agreement on that? Sure, why not? So, what do you do when you're in a court case? You try to do little things to show the judge or whoever else that's making all these decisions. We're trying. Hey, we're trying. We're trying to do these things nice and yada yada. Well, you tend to get a concussion on the kickoff every once in a while. Because you're running full speed ahead and smacking someone and sometimes... You just hit someone in the head. It happens. It's it football. Happens. This is the game of football. It's brutal. It is gladiators fighting in an arena. That is football. So, what the NFL is doing is trying to show whoever else, hey, we're trying to make concussions a thing. But also, at the same time, they also want to get rid of the play. They want to oh, completely yeah. get rid of the kickoffs. And what's the better way is to make it completely boring the point where fans are like, why do we have this? Right. So in the next couple years, fans are going to be like, why are we still doing this? Why are we still doing this? Just, and the NFL's going to go. give them the ball at the 20. And the NFL's going to go like, oh, we're cutting kickoffs. And everybody's going to go, well, thank goodness, because that was boring to watch anyway. And then they're going to be praised for doing such things after they fudged the entire thing. I, I think also what kind of brought this brought this on is that after they moved the kickoff up and in a an attempt to get more touchbacks and just – Kickers kicking out of the back of the end zone. You know, the analytics came out and said, well, if we just pooch kick it just shy of the goal line, we're now closer as a as a kickoff coverage team. 
now to stop them behind the 20. Agreed. So, and then you had people like Belichick and that whole organization was pooch kick, pooch kick, pooch kick. Agreed. And they were getting constantly good field position, better field position because they weren't going for the touchback, getting at the 20. I they agree. were starting more like on the 15 and five yards is five yards. I agree. So, I 100% agree. So, this is, this is the NFL's way you- of like, okay, fuck you guys. Now, teams are just like, I'm going to take the extra five yards and tell my guy to call a fair kick. Sure, but you know what I'm doing as a special teams coordinator? Squib kick, squib kick, squib kick. Just drill, just drill it yeah. right down the middle. Yeah. Make that ball freaking bounce a couple times, pop up in the air, whatever it has to be done. I'm not giving you a chance to fair catch that ball. I'm going to smack you in the mouth when you try to pick it up. Or, oh, no, I guess you can still call it a fair catch. Like, Or you can just... High pooch kick to a fullback that's there on that second line and just knock the shit out of him. Or he fumbles it. Yeah, he's not I, used to that I, shit. The only thing I can say from this is is all special teams coaches are pissed. So I'm hoping that as a collective, special team coaches go, okay, you you want to you wanna fuck around and find out? We'll, we'll show you some hard-hitting bullshit. We'll, we're going to go balls to the wall on special teams, and we're going to find a way to smack some people in the mouth. Oh yeah, and I I hope that happens. My boy Bones Fossil, who boat coach Bones Fossil for the Dallas Cowboys. He'll figure out some way to smack somebody in the mouth. Is that the guy's actual name? I'm pretty sure. That's fucking awesome. I know, right? <laughs> Bones Fossil. That's our special team coordinator for that. I, he's gonna go smack some people in the mouth. I I get like it's a collective, like you're. Tr- you have to go fight for your job. Like, because in the future, if there's no special teams, you don't have a job. So now you have to go find a way to make your job relevant. That would suck. Yeah. Because now a 53 man roster probably gets moved to like more like a 47 man roster. Yeah, because why do you need all those people? Yeah, you don't need those all those extra people for special teams. So I, I have a co- I either either one of two things gonna happen. Either either all kickoffs are gonna be completely boring and it will be not worth watching. Or we get to see some really creative crap that's going to lead to some on the on the kickoff and kick return. I think. Yeah, we're going to see some really creative stuff that's going to be nuts. Like, and we're going to be like, "Oh snap!" So I'm hoping these special teams coaches go in there and they figure out some stuff and put their balls on the table. That will be interesting. Let's get into the AFC North. <laughs> All right. So, AFC North, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, and who am I missing? The Steelers. Oh, yeah, the Steelers. I always forget that they're there. How do you forget that the Steelers are there? What team are we going with first? Um, I, on my notes, went from how they finished last year from last in the division to first in the division. Okay, so who's that put up first? So that puts the Browns up first for me on my notes. Okay. So Browns finished seven and ten last year. Uh, they drafted Cedric Tillman, wide receiver from Tennessee. Uh, this their second best receiver for, out of Tennessee. Whoop de doo. Very tall. I think like six four, six five. Very strong physical type of receiver. Can can and will outplay a lot of the smaller corners. Uh, they drafted. I'm not even gonna try to say the guy's fucking name, but a defensive tackle out of Baylor. <laughs> Whose name I can't even fucking pronounce, so I didn't even type it down on my talk sheet. Yeah, man. You, you. But other than that, 
you know, they have a very solid wide receiving core. Mark Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, EJ Moore, and then they have depth with Marquise Goodwin, Goodwin, Anthony Schwartz, and now Cedric Tillman. They're not hurting a wide receiver at all. They still got Nick Chubb, but they don't have any depth after that at running back. The real question is, for their offense, is what Deshaun Watson are they going to get? Yeah. And that's really going to be what dictates their season, I think. Yeah, I, I 100% I think, feel like they'll go as far as Deshaun will go, and that's kind of how I made their their prediction. Their offensive line, very, obviously very physical in the oh, Whatever, it's whatever. Their what? offensive line is whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nothing special. I mean, they're physical in the run game. In the pass protection, they gave up 44 sacks last year, which is That's about, a lot. It uh, really wasn't a lot. It was like right in the middle of the road for teams. There was a lot of sacks last year because teams are passing you more and more. Uh, as a secondary on the defense side of the ball, they didn't give up a lot of yards in the pass game. Pretty much right in the middle of the road. But they didn't force a lot of turnovers. Only 11 interceptions and only got 34 sacks. I personally... So, so they were minus 10 in I sacks. personally believe that it, at most, at most, they stayed neutral. At most. Yeah, I don't think they made any good moves that were... They just other than Ale- made Other than better. adding Elijah Moore. Well, I take that back. Because here's the rest of my notes. At least on the defense side of the ball. They did get better on the defense side of the ball. They added one Thornhill at the safety. They had that trade last week for uh, Zadarius Smith for Adam uh, Minnesota. They added A.J. Green at corner, not the other A.J. Green. Just relax. And then they still have uh, Ward, their other corner. Are you mixed? No, there's two A.J. Greens. You mean the, the wide receiver that retired? Yeah. I, I didn't want you to look at me and like... What the fuck are you talking hey, about? Hey, man, I was an A.J. Green truther back in the day, and you see how that played out. So they, I think they got slightly better on the defense side of the ball, and I think as inconsistent as they were last year, I think the inconsistency stays the same this year. You're, you're kind of tr- you're trying to sway me. I, 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 I love it. I mean, you, I'm not trying to sway you're shit. Doing I'm, a, I'm you're just, doing I'm just a pretty good you. job. I, the, the, those names you brought up doing a pretty good job. But like I said, and like you said, right. This team only goes as far as Deshaun Watson will take them. But I mean, they went they went seven and ten last and year. I'm telling you right with, now, with a very mediocre. I'm telling you right now, Deshaun Watson's not taking them very far. I think not only does he not make his spectacular return, oh, no, no, but oh, no. <laughs> he also fails spectacularly. I mean, if you're going to fail, you might as well do it spectacularly. I think this is going to be a very bad season for Cleveland fans. Very bad. Like, very, very bad? Like, like, like almost as bad. As the Cardinals? As the Cardinals. Like, almost as bad or as bad? I would say that the Browns in my rankings have definitely scored more points, or more wins. <laughs> but... I think this will be bad. Like, top five draft pick, bad. So, that's told me we are nowhere close. We are nowhere close. And I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we're we're nowhere close. Honestly. So, what, what do you have their projected record? I have their projected record at a solid 4-13. Yikes. Yeah. 
It's a rough. It's gonna be a rough year to be a Browns fan. Yikes! It's gonna be a rough year to be a Browns fan. Honestly, I don't think they got any worse or any better on the offensive side of the ball. I think having Deshaun Watson for an entire season, whether he's good or bad, is better than not having him all year and not knowing if he's going to be available like he was last year. So I actually have them being one game better than last year. I have them going eight and nine and then three and three in the division, splitting with everybody. I have them going oh and six in the division. Because <sighs> I feel like every team in this division, in the division, is that much better than them. You know, that's what everyone thought last year, and this whole division went three and three. I know. But I feel everybody like, in the division. I know. No, I don't think they I, know I don't think everybody saying. split, but everybody in this division went three and I three. I know what you're saying, but I also feel like all the three other teams, one was already better, and then the other two made moves to be better. But I think the one that was already better didn't get better. If anything, they've gotten worse. Are you talking about the Ravens? No. I'm talking about Cincinnati. Oh, well, but I think Cincinnati was already so high on the scale that even I mean, I'm little not, not going to deny that. I'm just saying that and we'll get to Cincinnati later, but I don't think they got I think they got worse. I, I have them literally. I only have them beating Tennessee, Indy, Arizona and Houston, which are all teams I feel like are worse than them. I think their defense is good enough to win a lot of those 50 50 games. I don't feel like there's a lot of 50-50 games on this. I, Maybe Seattle. Oh, I, I think I have them beating Seattle. Maybe the Rams. I have them beating the Rams. I, I do not believe in the Rams at all this year. Like, zero That's chance. it. I mean, that's all I see, really, man. A 50-50. I don't know the whole schedule. I don't. I just, in my mind, when I looked at their schedule, as I typed up my notes, I have them 8-9. We're, we're going we're gonna to be very varied on this, so we might as well move <laughs> on. To the next team, who so, do you have? So I got the Steelers next to my notes because they finished third to last in this division last year. Okay. So they went nine and eight last year. Pickett's first year, full year at the helm. I guess it wasn't even a full year at the helm last year. This this next year will be his full year at the helm. And I think we've already said this over and over. We think Pickett is going to only get better, especially after this year. 100%. And so, the receiving core is crazy. Uh, has all the help in the world, fire youth on the on the offside. Has Najee Harris on the back foot? One of the most consistent, like three down backs can do it all. And the offense is exponentially good. It can it can go <laughs> it can go as far as Pickett will take it. And you know you you mentioned Fireman with that tight end, but they got Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and now. Allen Robinson to round up their wide receiving core. Solid. Solid wide solid receiving house. core. And let's be honest, the best thing about this entire team, Mike Tomlin. They have one of the best coaches, in my opinion, in the NFL. That's true. Yes. I'm not going to disagree with that. He's only missed the playoffs like one time in his entire NFL career. They gave up 38. They gave up, as an offensive line, they gave up 38 sacks. So they did okay, better than the 44 sacks that Cleveland gave up last year. <clears throat> but they helped They helped that position in the draft, drafting Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle out of Georgia, who, you know, had a pass block for a mobile-ish quarterback in C.J. Stroud, a solid running back. I think Jones, 
at the offensive tackle position is going to be very solid and start day one for this team and really help with shoring up that edge and not giving up 38 sacks. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I think this is a stacked defense, too, like you said. Offense is, looks, is looking to improve. Defense still stacked. Mike Tomlin will take this team back to the playoffs again, in my opinion. I'm not saying that so much that the defense is stacked. Now, the defense is good. They had they led the league in interceptions, 20 interceptions last Some year. Some would say they have the best defensive player in the league. Who's the best defensive player in the league? T.J. Watt. Ew, no. He didn't even lead the league in fucking sacks last year. He was the defensive player of the year last year. Did he lead? Did he have the most sacks last year? No. So how the fuck was he defensive MVP? He was the defensive MVP last year. I don't. I don't understand that. No. Now, him partnering with Cam Howard still, even though Cam Howard's getting or not Howard, Cam Hayward is you know getting old. Them two on the defensive line getting after quarterback, fucking terrifying. I'd be fucking terrified to line up a quarterback against those two. I lied. Yeah. It was I, Nick I, Bosa. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, I don't think Watt even, I mean, he had some sacks, but he was what? Top, barely top five in I sacks. I don't even think he was top five. Nick, but Bosa, where, Nick Bosa won the, the defensive player yeah, of the year. That makes, Watt, sense. that makes sense because TJ Watt was injured for like th- four or five games last year. Yes. But everyone's saying like, honestly, it, the three best defensive players in the league, they're saying Nick Bosa, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I'd put Micah Parsons number one, but that's just me. I think Micah Parsons is a fucking stud. And I appreciate that as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> but but that that's what this defense is bringing to the table. A top three guy. The problem is they lost one of their starting corners. They're trying. They're going to try to replace him with a corner they drafted, thirty second overall, and Joey Porter Jr. That dude's a stud. By the way, yeah, he's that yeah, dude's he's, a yeah. stud. He's going to be good. I was doing mock-ups of him because Joey Porter Jr. I could have sworn the Cowboys were going to take him in the first round until they drafted Mozzie Smith, and so that's why I was so <laughs> stunned because like Joey Porter Jr. is still there. Dude, this stud. So, he's going to take over one of the cornerback positions. Obviously, they still have Mika Fitzpatrick, very solid safety. One of the, I would say, one of the best safeties. Sadly for him, though, for Mika, is that now he's going to have to learn, I guess not really, yeah, kind of learn how to play with a safety that's been there, uh, DeMonte Kazi, because Terrell Edmonds is no longer there. Terrell Edmonds is gone. He got, he was that's not, not resigned. He's with the Eagles. That's, that's not fine. Terrell Edmonds is fucking good. That's fine. <laughs> and Cameron Sutton was the other corner that is being replaced because he went to the Lions. So sack leader last year, since you asked, Nick Bosa, Hassan Reddick, Miles Garrett, Chris Jones, Matthew Judon. Yeah, so Watt's not even in there. No. Yeah. No. But he, he doesn't. He, it's not all about sacks. Sacks, yes, sacks are fantastic. Sacks are when you're great. talking about an edge rusher, yeah, it's about sacks. Tackle for loss, uh, rushing the quarterback, all that type of stuff. That's what's swatting balls. Uh, as his brother could teach him, JJ Swat. JJ Swat. Swatting balls is very important too. All those things add up, and that's what he brings to the table. He's better than his brother. Hmm. He's the best Watt mm. brother. Mm. 
I'm, I'm <laughs> anyway, we're getting we're getting we're getting too deep in depth in this. What do you have them as their final record? At first glance, when I counted, I have them twelve and five. We are close. And we then, are really close. I have them thirteen and four. I think I originally had them actually fourteen wins. But I took away a couple of the 50-50 games to be a little bit more conservative because, like, dude, nah, I don't okay, see them okay. getting 14. Who do you have them losing to? Like, I don't have the schedule in front of me, and I don't. You, you said you, you Cleveland, right? Because you, you, you said everybody. In, everybody I, I, For purposes, I have everyone in this division going 3-3. Three and three. Okay, so you, you have them losing to Cleveland one. I definitely don't. What do you, what do you think? Uh, so here's my losses. San Francisco. Yes. Week one. That was a 50-50 game where I that took a, I took a that away. That is a 50-50 game. Because I originally gave them that game, and then I think I took that one away. I feel like that's a 50-50 game because, yes, the Steelers still need to prove themselves. That's, uh, you know, But we don't know who their, the quarterback's going to be for San Francisco. That's why it's a 50-50 game. San Francisco, I feel like if they had their set quarterback and team, I'd give it to them hands down every time. But that, that, I have them losing to Jacksonville. I think that was a 50-50 game. I I think I let them keep that. One. I'm still a Trevor Lawrence like fanboy. <laughs> so, I'm that's like my AFC team kind of in a way. The only reason why I'm going to give the Steelers that game is because the Jaguars defense fucking sucks. I would agree with you until I saw what happened to my Dallas Cowboys team last year when uh, a couple interceptions went the wrong way and Jacksonville won. Well, tell Dak to throw it to the right fucking team. I have them losing to Cincy. Yeah. That's an automatic, I feel like. And then I have them losing one game to Baltimore. So I, so out of those, I had So them, the only game you gave them extra was Cleveland. That's why we're off by one game. Yeah. Because I, I had them going three and three in the division. Yeah. And you had them going four and two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because so I because the, the two teams that I feel like are actually good on their level will split. Right. Right. So we're close there. Basically, just the division. If they if this division didn't always play each other so fucking close and so tough, I would probably give the Steelers and Cincinnati more wins in this division. But for some reason, this division decides that. A team, one of these teams could be an 0-17 team and still find a way to get three wins just against their fucking division. Oh, yeah. I That's agree. how this division always fucking seems That's to play. That's how they always play. Even back in the day when Cleveland was terrible, they would still sometimes find a way to beat the Steelers. The Steelers, the, the, the Browns, the or the Browns. They would they, beat themselves they, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. The, the Ravens, the they would find a way. They they When there's a will... There's, There's a way, way. they're going to fuck that up. So we're close on the Steelers. So right as of now, we got Steelers, you know, obviously number one because we don't want to talk about two teams. Let's talk about the Ravens. 10-7 and seven last year. Lamar's fucking diva of an offseason. Gets his fucking bag. You and I both can't agree that he's overpaid and I think Easily. it's, it's going to just completely cripple this organization for the time being. It For the future... Absolutely. In free agency, but they, we're talking about the present. That's right. And in the present, in free agency, 
they did pretty good. Not bad. They lost Calais Campbell, an oldie but goodie. Yeah. They lost the big one that they lost that they didn't replace, which is fucking crazy. Is they lost Ben Powers, their starting guard. Yeah. Interesting. And then to pick they didn't even try to even replace him in free agency. They picked up Rock Yasin to shore up their corners. Fucking jealous and fucking butthurt about that. They got OBJ, overpaid his ass. Overpaid, but still, uh, if he can have a season like he did with L.A., not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, they needed a wide receiver. For sure. And to, to shore up their other wide receiver in depth, I don't think he's going to see a lot of playing time, but Nelson Aguilar. They got For him. sure. I mean, uh, Nelson Aguilar hasn't been really good since he's played with the Bears, but, I mean, he's a, he's he, a veteran, solid guy that yeah. can come in. With depth. Uh, they still have Rashad Bateman and... Gosh, I have to pick my brain real hard for this one, but um, it, I don't remember off the top of my head, but Bateman it was really good last year. If he didn't get injured so many times, he would have been a solid pick. Um, I, I have this team actually doing pretty well. No, I want to talk about their draft. I'm only going to talk about two of their draft picks. Okay. I want to talk about their first round and their last pick. Their first pick, they drafted Zay Flowers. You know, obviously they needed a young wide receiver. Shored up the wide receiving core for I, sure. And they I, now have a slot guy for Lamar to throw to. Right. And I think Zay Flowers is going to see some PT, but I don't think he's going to become a full-time starter until like midseason maybe. I think they're going to rely on uh, OBJ and Rashad Bateman to kind of carry that early in the season. I think that's your XY. Wait, no. No, Z, no yeah. XZ. Because your Y is your slot. No, your Y is your tight end. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, is, this is how you know I was a lineman. <laughs> and Nate actually, you know, was a quarterback slash DB. Slash everything else. But So, what, no, no. What's your slot? So, the slot can change. That's all terminology. Because in, in some See, of this what, is why, this is why no one understands what the hell's going on. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if you didn't want to change it. Technically, yes, you can keep your Y as your slot and then not have an actual tight end or 21 personnel or whatever. But it completely changes from time, from per- personnel to personnel, from team to team, terminology to terminology. It always changes. You know, you said tight end, and I, I just completely blanked. They still have Mark freaking Andrews. Yeah. Probably going to be a top five tight end this year. He's always a top five tight end, especially playing for this team. Exactly. They set up. Play action. So now, this offense looks kind of scary. Because, hear me out. Do you want to finish what you're saying about the last draft pick? Yes. Okay, let's, let's finish that. As good as their first round draft pick was in Zay Flowers, which I think Zay Flowers is okay. I think he's slightly overrated in my opinion. Slightly. I can see that. Their last round draft pick will not play for them this year. But in 2024... To replace Ben Powers, who they lost in free agency. They got Andrew Voorhees. Oh, my God. A guy that should have been a first-round pick. Tore his ACL in the combine. They get him in the seventh round, in the last round. That is one of the best picks you can pick up because it's if he plays anything like he did in college, the dude was enough. This dude was going to be a number one draft. A guy I said I want to draft. In the first round, the twenty number twenty six, because I was like, "That's a guy that can fall to us." That's how high he was going to go until, in the combine, he tore his ACL. Yeah, 
and then proceeded to bench 225 pounds 30 times. Yeah. What are we talking about? Without her, and you can't push off. You can't push off your leg. What do you do? What do you do when you're benching? You set your you set your your legs tight and you freaking press through your 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 heels. And he couldn't even do that. And he still benched 225 over 30 times. Yeah, he's he's fucking scary. I will agree. I didn't even think about that. That's a damn good pick. And that yeah. will be something we should talk about. I, I think it's definitely going to pay dividends For sure. Year. And he could play this year. I, I he's mean, not playing this year. Obviously, what are we talking about? Like eight months for six months for ACL? Reconstruction, reconstruction, yeah, and rehab. If if you're fucking AP, yeah, six months. <laughs> AP is like one of the only running backs ever to have ACL surgery and then come back to do a thousand yard season. Yeah. So yes, I agree with you. If you have AP genes, yeah. If you're fucking AP, no, a guy, a guy of his stature, of his size, he doesn't play this year. It's going to be nine to twelve month recovery, bare minimum. Bare, I think bare minimum eight months. Okay. Or yeah, minimum eight months. Which at that point, that's playoffs. You're yeah, not gonna put him yeah, in. you're not gonna play him. You're gonna let him get his reps in on the practice team and on the practice field. But for sure, yeah, he's not gonna. He, see well, I don't think he'll touch pads. No, no. Uh, no. He's he's too good. Great he, point to bring up. One other point in the same realm of that. J.K. Dobbins. Now two seasons removed. Well, about to be two seasons removed from also an ACL injury. Had kind of a lackluster 50-50 season last year, but as studies show, the year not directly after an ACL injury, the year after that is when running backs come back into their full form. I feel like J.K. Dobbins might have a breakout season. I mean, I think he has a good season, but I don't think he has a what you would – or what I would say is a breakout season. That's because of how this offense is ran with a stable of running backs. He's not going to get it just touch after touch after touch I after don't, touch. I, I don't know if they re-signed uh, Gus Bus, Gus Edwards. I think he's still in the depth chart. Yeah, but he's more of a, a third down type of guy. It does The way this offense runs is just they're going to run the ball, and they're always going to keep fresh legs in there. So, so, so just to back up my point, other than AP – no one has ever come back back to back. Saquon Barkley even took that that first year back and was just middle of the road. But then you saw Saquon of last year, which was basically like a number, the top five running back last year. So I feel like out of all the people that have like a set offense, that every one of the offense looks stacked, besides obviously you said the guard position, mm-hmm. I feel like he could have a breakout season. Not a breakout, but like a spectacular. There, there. Some would say it could be exponentially good, <laughs> exponentially better than what he has. Exactly. Been. Now you know me. We talked about the offense. I gotta talk about the defense, just because it's me. You know, one of the better teams against the rush, but they were absolutely fucking atrocious against the pass. They were the seventh worst team against the pass. Yeah, their DBs were awful. They got a good amount of sacks. Forty-eight sacks, not bad. You know, top third. 14 interceptions. Yeah, not bad. They added Rock Yasin that's going to help sure up their corners. That, But Rock's really not an interception guy. He's a va- he's a decent coverage corner. He's not going to give up a bunch of yards. He's not going to give up a bunch of big plays. Uh, 
But other than that, I don't think they did enough to help their defense. No. Especially in the past game. I don't think they picked up anybody, really. I I yeah. just told you Rock. That was it. Well, yeah. But that, 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 yeah, that well, that's I'm, it. I literally am basically telling you, I don't think they picked up anybody. That's what I'm telling you. I think they shored up their offense, but I don't think they needed to help their offense. Their offense can score enough. It's their defense that just give up a shit ton of points. I think what is going on is so many teams in the AFC are picking offense over defense because of the fact that teams like the Chiefs, the Chargers, Cincinnati are going out and scoring 35-plus a game. Right. And so they are like, how do we keep up with this marathon sprint? And most of them, for some reason, don't go, let's go smack them in the mouth. They go, let's also try to Usain Bolt sprint yeah. them, too. Just try to get in a shootout and see what happens. So that being said, I don't think they helped their defense out. And they still play a very solidly tough schedule. I have them going 8-9 total. Woo! We're off here. We're off. By, okay. three, by three wins. Oh, so you have them I going have worse. 11 what? And six. You have them being one game better? I have them being one game better at 11 and 6. Remember, they win four out of two in the conference. And then they only need uh, seven more wins. In a, in a very weak schedule. I, I don't understand. I don't know if you're giving the Ravens too much credit or you're not giving the Browns enough credit. I'm fucking I, I'm, baffled. I'm giving the Ravens the exact amount of credit they should get, and I'm giving the Browns probably lack of credit. I, I, I'm fucking speechless right The now. Ravens with a hurt offense last year most of the year still had chances to win and go to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't and know what now they, with a full stack what was their schedule offense, last year. I don't know. I don't know what their schedule was last year. We're not going over their schedule. We're going over the schedule from this year. And this year, I have them going eleven and six. Uh, I just I don't see I, where you have all these losses at. Almost any 50-50 game I took away from them Who? because I don't believe in Who. I don't have them beating. Uh, I don't have them beating the Rams. I don't have them beating Seattle. I have them beating the Rams. I have them beating Seattle. I don't have them beating the Niners. I have them losing the Niners. I just I have I, them beating Miami. No, I have I, them losing the 49ers? I I just do not believe. Here's in this my team losses. The way that you have six losses. Okay. That's all I have. Cincy, of course. Yeah. Steelers, of course. Yeah. Lions. Maybe. Chargers. Oh, for sure. Jacksonville. I'm a Jacksonville homer. So Probably. 49ers. And that's it. No. Yeah, that's it. Who else? Like, I, don't, I don't know what their whole schedule is. I don't have it in front of me. Like, I just hey, told hey, you. I'm, I'm, I'll bring you schedule. Okay. Week one. Okay. Very first week. Texans and Bryce Young. Okay. Very, very first week. Done. Yeah. Next week, Cincy, they Lost. lose. We, we're in agreement so far. Okay, Indy, they beat Indy. Yeah, they beat Indy. The Browns, week four, they I got, beat I, the I got, Browns. I got, I got them splitting with the Browns. They beat the Browns. Steelers, they lose to the Steelers. They split with the Steelers. Sure. Titans, they, they beat, beat the, the shit out of the Titans. They beat the Titans. 
in their <laughs> in their first six games, other than their like literally their division obviously is gonna be close. Their first other three games, they're gonna beat the fuck out of those three teams. In their division? No offense to your Indianapolis Colts, but well, yeah, they're gonna beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, I don't, I Texans, don't... Colts, Titans—they're yeah. gonna beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. Then we go to the Lions. I think they lose to the Lions. Some people could differ. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that—that's that, a fifty-fifty. Then they beat the fuck out of Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Seattle is probably a fifty-fifty. I have them game. losing to Seattle. I have them winning to Seattle. No. Fifty-fifty. That could go either way. Obviously, we talked about the Browns, the Bengals. Chargers. They lose to the Chargers. Yeah. Lose to the Chargers. Then they have a bye week. They beat LA. Yeah. They beat, they They're could a be, better overall team than LA. They could beat LA, yeah. They lose to Jacksonville. Yeah. They lose to the 49ers. Yep. They beat Miami. And they end the year with the Steelers. And the Steelers are sitting all their players because they've already clinched. That, that gives away kind of what I've what I'm about to say about the Bengals, but they've already clinched. Right. And the Steelers bench all their players. So, yeah, I, li- I literally just chalked up eight wins in my mind as we were going through that. And well, because you have the division going a different way. Yeah. I have them going four and two. You have them going three and three. Yeah. But that's only one game. And you have you had them 11 wins. 11 and six. Because I have them beating the Browns twice. Whatever. Let's get to the Bengals. I, <laughs> I am so fucking baffled. They, I thought we were going to be way closer on this division. We are. I don't. I don't think. I've so. I've said everything correctly. You're kind of way off in the sticks here. Going with the Bengals here. Twelve and four last year. They had two big losses in free agency. How do you go twelve and four with a seventeen week season? Why did I do that? Oh, uh, they had the cancellation game. You're right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was like, you're right. Why is that? They had that cancellation okay. game with the, okay. the Bills. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they lost Jesse Bates and Von Bell off their defense in free agency. <laughs> uh, Jesse Bates is a, is a big loss for them. <laughs> Von Bell, uh, not so much, but it's still a decent loss. Uh, their offense gave up 44 sacks. Uh, but they, okay, middle hear, me of the road. hear me out. They started off. Atrocious last year. I I would say they gave up fifty percent, if not more, of that in the first six games. I I would I would I would argue that all day because, and here's why I say this: the Cowboys sacked Bro like six times in that game, and it was like the second game of the year, third game of the year, something like that. So I would, and then they only got better as an offensive unit. For the rest of that. I mean, they didn't have to play the Cowboys. Then they had to play the the Eagles. They also had to play the 49ers at yeah. some point. Yeah. So they, they had to play some of the better defenses last year, especially in the pass rush. So they struggled against the top-tier defenses. When you say they struggled, they just fucking had to play so many teams that were really so good I in, so in the I pass rush. So I don't necessarily feel like that stat is uh, necessarily how good of offensive line. Oh No, their offensive line was still bad. That's why they went and signed Orlando Brown. And free agency. <laughs> Which is, by the way, this offensive line is close to being worth $200 plus million. If Joe Burrow gets touched, they will be running all fucking practice. Yeah. Because I, I, they also signed, uh, last year they signed Connor Williams. Yeah. Which was an expensive fucking signing, too. The other thing on their defense that very well could uh, 
put this whole defense in shambles is that their other corner, their other starting corner, Eli Apple, is technically still an unrestricted Fucking free agent. Garbage. He has not moved anywhere. They have not made an offer. You know why? Technically, he is still active on their roster. You know why ex New York Giant Eli Apple hasn't gone anywhere? It's because he's a bum. He had a good season for him last year. Some would say he's a bum. And some of those people would be me. Hey, I'm just saying he had a good season. And if he leaves, then they're going to have to play with two new corners. Honestly, in my opinion, if he leaves, they get better. They signed Sidney Jones. Uh, Yeah, he's a veteran, but he doesn't have near the numbers or the coverage skills because he's fucking old. I will take a garbage can out on the field over Eli Apple. What? What? Why don't you like Eli Apple? Because he's a bum. Okay, I guess that's the only thing you can say about him. They should they should call him Eli Banana because he'd be <laughs> slipping out there all the time. Are you kidding me? You really gonna say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> God dang it! That was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I I, in all seriousness, um. I don't feel like the defense got any worse. Oh, they definitely got worse. And, I don't think so. And here's how bad you they're... You know, every time that an AFC defense supposedly is terrible, somehow they get the most sacks in the league. They get a bunch of interceptions. Who got the most sacks in the league? The Chiefs. Wrong. They were second. The Eagles had 70 okay. sacks. I'm talking about the AFC. I'm oh. talking about the AFC. Well, they, did. they had the most sacks in the AFC. Yeah, sure. So no matter what you say about defense in the AFC, if we get better or worse, it doesn't matter. Because somehow, it doesn't matter. They'll find a way. This team in the Bengals will Uh still score 35-plus a game. And they'll still give up 30 points a game. And they'll still win the exact same way they did last year. By winning shootouts. By outscoring shootouts. I mean, they only won 12 games last year. Do you have anything else you want to say before previewing this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I sure do. I got a... I got a little bit more to say about it. <laughs> Here we go. So they drafted. Kind of, will you fucking stop doing that? That's the I've fifth had, time you've hit your really, mic. <laughs> I've had a really bad podcast of hitting the mic. They they did a really good job of drafted kind of what they needed. I don't think a lot of their draft picks are going to really be you know starting day one. But for a defense, they really struggled getting after the quarterback. They only had thirty sacks last year. That was the. Fourth least in the league. They only had 11 interceptions. Didn't create a lot of turnovers. Didn't create a lot of fumbles. I mean, yeah, they didn't give up very many yards. Middle middle of the road overall defense with a decent secondary. But like I said, on the verge of being in shambles, losing their other cornerback. It doesn't matter what their defense does. See, it still matters what their defense does. Now, there was... The quote that we grew up with was, offense wins you games, defense wins you championships. That's, for, that's true. It's not true anymore. Now, how you win games in the regular season is with your defense. Wrong. You win your ship with your offense. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. I still, I still believe that defense wins championships. No, it doesn't. You know what? You know, actually, you know what wins championships? You know what actually wins championships? Offense. I just Having told you. your groundskeeper 
oh, as <laughs> the groundskeeper for the Super Bowl and completely screws up the field for the better defense. That's what wins championships. Oh, my goodness. You know what else wins championships? They Having the script by Roger Goodell tell you you're going to win chips. The Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that, that does help. Can I move on? You can move on. <laughs> you can move on. Now, I think what I'm going to say is what you've just said. They're going to have to win games on the offense. They're going to have to win the win games on the shoulder and on the back. Of Macaulay Culkin. Why the fuck are we talking about Home Alone? Joe Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> they, when is, when he is looks, that? He does not look. He looks no. like him. No. Are you being serious? You're telling me you don't think Joe Burrow, Joe Smoking Burrow, looks like McCoy Cogan from Calvin? He doesn't look like Calvin from Home Alone? It's Kevin. Whatever. <laughs> He's been a while. No, he you're, doesn't. You're, you're shitting me. You don't think so. You pull that up. I'm going to go ahead and run off some stats. So Joe Burrow had a very solid, solid year last year. 4,475 yards passing, 35 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. For them to even have remotely the same season, you're he's going to have to do better than you're that. You're telling me those two don't look alike. Huh. I mean, I see it, yeah, but no. Yeah, it's just Joe McCauley. No, <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Joe Kevin McAllister Burrow. Burrow, no. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, my this goodness. is them both grown up. You- they look almost identical. One of one of them just they didn't take weight class. They don't. One look of them just identical. didn't take weight classes. They look similar-ish. If you squint your eye, turn your head to the left, and have a few beers, yeah, they look. If Kevin McAllister, similar, aka Macaulay Culkin, put on a, be- a Bengals uniform, I would think this dude's going in to be my quarterback. No, you wouldn't. Wonder why? Because that dude's fucking skin and bones from all the fucking <laughs> crack he's done, all the crystal he's been on in. Uh, but anyways, I think we can also come to the same conclusion that the wide receiver core of the Bengals is pretty goddamn good. Oh, it's the best. In, That's in what someone said. Somebody said. That's what some would say. One of our buddies said that. But buddy, I think buddy slash fan. If Joe Burrow can be as productive as last year, I think he's gonna have to do better. And they can keep him upright and not sacked forty four times. I think the Bengals can have a. Another decent year. Say the say the record. You say the record. Because I looked at the fucking record, I have them going twelve and five. I also have them going yeah. twelve and five. And then three and three in the division. I have them going four and two yeah. in the division. So we're we're close on the Bengals, we're close on the Steelers, the Steelers and the other two teams we basically foot flopped. <laughs> Kinda. I don't understand it, but uh I, I just don't have faith in the Ravens and I don't Think that the Browns have regressed enough to, to change much of their record. I, I have one of the wildest seasons prepped for the Bengals. Can I go through this with you? Absolutely. You sure can. I have them starting in Cleveland. Win. Beating Baltimore. Right at the back. L.A., LA. Tennessee, Arizona, Seattle. One of the weakest starts besides also what I said earlier about Baltimore starts that I uh, you can see. That's going into their bye week. They're 6-0, and in my opinion, going into the bye week. Coming out of the bye week. This is where we're going to start rocking here. Fucking rocking and rolling. 49ers 
Loss. Rough. Buffalo. Loss. Oh, fuck no. They are beating that ass. Houston, win. Houston's an easy win. Baltimore jumps back in, and they don't lose twice. They win their second game. Pittsburgh comes in. They win. Then they have Jacksonville. They 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 lose to Jacksonville. So at this point in the year, I have them losing four games out of the next six. So they start six and oh. And then go four and, and then six. Are eight and six at this point. Play Indy. Obviously they beat Indy. They play Minnesota. Obviously they beat Minnesota. By a lot. They play Pittsburgh again. Pittsburgh hammers them the second time. Then they play Kansas City. Kansas City don't like Burrow. Burrow has had their number. Other Kansas, than one game. Kansas City don't like that. They're going to come in and win. And then to end the year, to, they're going to beat Cleveland, but it's going to be a little too late because Pittsburgh has already shirted up the week before. And they're going to go 12-5. and five. So I have them just coming up a bit short. Probably going to be the five or six seed in the AFC. So you have so we. What'd you have the Steelers going? Thirteen and four. Yeah. I had the Steelers going twelve and five also. So I had Steelers twelve so and five. You have a tie. You have a tie. Bengals. Twelve and five. Twelve and five. Yeah, and both three and three in the division. Who scores more points? Oh, the Bengals. Well, that's fucking boring. They would get the three seed or four seed or whatever it is, and then or three or. Three or two seed, and then the Steelers would be five or six. That's stupid. But I, I, I do think that if there is a team that can drop a game, an extra game, it's going to be the Ravens. And I think it will be to either the, the Bengals or the Steelers. So I think one of those teams, the Bengals or the Steelers, could pick up a fourth win in the division and then have that tiebreaker. Call it right now. Do you have, obviously, we're, do you have the Steelers? Or the Bengals winning this division. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the sure thing and say the Bengals. I'm going with the Steelers. I'm 100 percent in on Mike Tomlin. I'm in on this new offense. I, I still like their defense. Mike Tomlin takes this Steelers team back to the promised land. The steel curtain, the picket fence. How the fuck? That's a good one. Will <laughs> prevail if they in Pittsburgh. If they were on defense, the pick offense would be absolutely a great name for that. But they're on offense, and you kind of have to. That yeah. defensive line, or that offensive line they put together is the, the pick offense. Is the pick offense. Exactly. <laughs> what I got. Other than that, I'm pretty much wrapped up. I got, what I say? I got the Ravens finishing last, then the Browns, and then the Steelers How and Bengals. How do you have? I, I have zero the faith Ravens in the Ravens. Ravens finishing last. It's I. I have, bonkers to me. I have the Ravens being absolutely I mean not not garbage. I have them being very middle of the road. There's I have just, the Browns being middle of the road. There's so many more questions for the Browns, in my opinion. The fact that they had so many questions last year and they still put up seven wins is is amazing. I, I guess we'll see. And I think they I only we'll slightly got better. I don't think they got tremendously better, but I think having that uh that sure thing that you know who your starting quarterback's gonna be week one is now they all everybody in this division knows who their starting quarterback is week one. Yeah, but I'm talking about last year when they went seven and ten. They didn't know who their starting quarterback was yeah, really yeah, going to be. It was Jacoby Brissett. They knew it was going to be Jacoby Brissett. They also didn't know if 
Deshaun Watson was going to be available ever. But that's neither here nor there. Time will tell. I think next week we're going to talk about the NFC South. Is that who the Saints is? The South. NFC South. NFC South. That's who we're going to talk about next week. In the in the one of the most question mark garbage can division you'll ever find. This is going to be a complete dumpster fire. We'll or or it's going to be great. It's good. It could be a dumpster fire. It could be great for everybody. Other than that, do you have anything else to kind of round out tonight? Not not really too much. But I was going to ask you: Do you think that Joe Burrow also eats a big bowl of ice cream during Christmas and also is like? I think he's uh, a rice perfume treat kind of guy. You uh, not you an ice filthy cream. animals. <laughs>